you nailed that. Yeah, boy. That was a lot of work. That was well done. Welcome to the Basically Being Better podcast, a show for all you people out there just trying to get a little bit better every day. Now here's your hosts, Rachel and Abby. Hey everyone and welcome back to Basically Being Better. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And tonight we're going to talk about Brene Brown's episode, which is on Netflix at the moment, called The Call to Courage. The Call to Courage. Yeah. It's very good. It was pretty good. But before we talk about it. Uh, Okay, okay. We'll just... Put that to the side. Put that to the side and do some segments. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any wines of the week? Oh yes, I have wines. (laughs) (laughs) Many wines. (laughs) Oh, so many wides. No, I just haven't had a great week, maybe. That's what it is. Good thing it's the weekend and you can start again. Yeah. Oh, last weekend I just had a real, I just had a real flat. I was just really flat. And I don't know, I had like, uh, I don't know. It's good to talk about it because, you know, if you, you know, if you say how you're feeling then other people might say yeah I feel that way too hopefully yeah yeah <laughs> um so I like woke up on I bat, felt a bit flat on Friday on Saturday night and then on Sunday I just woke up and I was like I don't want to get out of bed <laughs> and Pete went and got himself an almond croissant which I can't eat because oh, we're doing no. our 30 day challenge <laughs> and I just I just sat in bed. I couldn't move. I was just like tears running down my face. Yeah. I was just, I was like, this is awful. And I just had to coax myself out of bed with the fact that I had a smoothie to make and I was hungry. And that's not really much to get you out of bed no. on a Sunday morning when no. you're feeling terrible. Was the lemon berry smoothie, which I oh, quite enjoyed. Okay, well, that's a good thing. At least yeah. it wasn't the pina colada. Yeah, the pina smoothie. colada. Guys, well, we will discuss in depth <laughs> the 30-day... What day are we on? I'm on day 17. Yes, this must be day 16 for me. Yeah. So we will discuss this more in depth later, but... yeah. At least you had a good smoothie to yes. get you up. Yeah. Those days are hard. And I think it does kind of help to know that other people have them as well. Yeah. And I haven't had, I haven't had that sort of, I'm, I'm a bit cautious saying depression because, you know, that comes with all sorts of um, connotations of people who have actual depression and things like that. And I don't want to like. But they are like depressed feelings. Symptoms, yeah. And I don't have it every day. It's not. But I don't know. I haven't done enough research into depression to say whether I have a depression or not. But it was pretty, like, like, uncon- like uncontrollable tears for no reason. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, sobbing. It was just tears running down my face. And yeah. I was just, felt like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and real just deflated. And do you find, I don't know about you, but whenever I have moments like that, I find it takes me a, like, ages to get back to kind of where I was like mm. reset like for the rest of the week or the weekend or whatever I'll be like just Man. meh yeah. yeah yeah and I think oh, there's a couple of factors probably running around in my head like I've been off the pill for 
almost two months. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't been meditating as much as I should have, should oh. be. Like, I've only been managing one a week with all this. One a week? One a, one oh, a, day, one a day with all this um, 30-day stuff because I have, don't, I just, it's a lot of, there's quite a lot of prep, prep and, and working and stuff like that. So yeah. I've just been preoccupied with that. And last week I didn't exercise as much. Yeah. Because I was, um, we weren't feeling great because of the challenge. Yes. <laughs> so we were, we were in detox mode. <laughs> we have so much to talk about that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I just know, I, that is my wine. Oh, plus one of my pot plants is dying oh. and I don't know how to fix it. That's just the worst. I can't fix it. And now I've started getting a cold. Yeah. And yeah. It's been a tough week, <laughs> but it's the weekend. Yeah, and all I can put it down to is I haven't been meditating enough. I haven't been exercising, and you know, yeah, there's a lot of colds going around at the moment oh, at work. Everyone is sick. It's, yeah, it's awful, and not everyone stays home when they should. Yeah, don't look at me like that. No, not you, <laughs> not you. But there's a couple of conferences. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's my wine. What about you? Oh, nothing quite. Like, <laughs> nothing, oh. nothing quite. Um, That's a good start to the episode. Real positive. Bad. Yeah, we're bringing it down. Uh, I'm just going to be real quick. I'm not even really going to okay. talk about it. Go. You got but it. the caterer that we had lined up for our wedding cancelled on Monday. Just so that was a fun start to the week. And how far away is your wedding? Like, uh, six and a half months. Six and a half months. Yeah. Jeez. That's so annoying, and because you you had them locked in, and you were waiting just to pay the deposit or something, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, we've been talking to them for two months now, and they were so keen in all of their emails, everything's been good, we were just waiting to, like, sign on the line and pay the deposit, like, we thought it was done. Urgh, and then that's like, so annoying. We've changed our minds. <sighs> oh, well, it's fine. Yeah. Something better will... Yeah, what's meant to be or yeah, be. Exactly. It'll work out like your photographer worked out. Exactly. And um, we've already emailed a person and they've emailed back quickly and we're meeting with them, so... That's good. Fingers crossed. Especially it's... because, you know, you have to wait. Like, my caterer was booked like a year in advance and my photographer was a year and a half in advance, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like... Well, that was my main concern. I'm yeah. like, everyone's going to be booked out. And granted, the first person I did email earlier in the week were booked so yeah. yeah it's just a process eh yeah but that's all good let's get rid of all that negative energy <laughs> let's bring it back up with on. some brags eh? yeah i don't have any this week do you, you? Have any? wow no. okay on sunday after i managed to pull myself out of bed pete and i sent out our wedding invitations Yay! and they're so cool yeah we used a um, website called greenvelope which is electronic um, invitations because I just didn't want to have to deal with uh, everything else. Everything that comes with <laughs> actual vegetation. Uh, vegetation? Invitations? Invitations? Yeah. Yeah. And they're so cool. They're yeah. so awesome. You get the little envelope and then it opens up and then you get your invite and yeah. they're very fun to open. Yeah. They're really cool. And it's so fun. It's so fun because you get the um, messages and RSVPs back pretty quickly straight away. So you're like, oh yeah, everybody's everybody's already saying yes. Yeah, it's so exciting. We haven't had a no yet. That's so cool. There's a couple that we sent out that we knew would be no's. They've already said that they can't make it because they're overseas and stuff. But just want to offend them by not sending them. Yeah, 
And it's always nice, even if you know you can't come yeah. to like get that invitation because yeah. they're fun too. So sorry, anybody listening out there who didn't get an invite, it's a small wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Weddings are expensive. Numbers have to be kept down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm going to Auckland this weekend. Yes. So, and I'm going to see my, my best friend. So it's going to be so much fun. It's so cool. That's exactly what you need after this week. Yeah, I think so. It's Hopefully. good timing. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have... The words of wisdom for the week. I do. The weekly words of wisdom. The weekly words of wisdom. That's a good alliteration. We've got some good little alliterations going on. I do. And it's actually um, a quote from Theodore Roosevelt that Renee talks about, or basically what her book, Daring Greatly, kind of stems from. Mm -hmm. It's really long. And there's a lot of words, so please bear with me as I try not to um, butcher it too much. I think we pretty much butcher something every single episode. I'm pretty sure I say butcher it, like, every episode. Maybe I'll um, just do that now and then we'll be fine for the rest of the episode. Yeah, you got this. Cool. Okay. So, it is. Um, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who is, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end of the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Woo! You nailed that! Yeah, boy! That was a lot of words. That was well done. And what did you get from that? (laughs) That, All those words. So many words. But it's massive. But basically, the way that I boil it down in not so many words and in not as nice a way is that who are we to judge anyone for what they're doing or the circumstances that they may be in? Because we don't know. We're, we're not the ones in their situation. And also why should we be listening to the people that judge yeah that's judge what us. i took from it like both ways like, the first line or the first like sentence it's not the critic who counts yeah like anytime anybody's judging you they don't count it's what you are doing and what you yeah are doing to find joy and be courageous in your life and whoever's like trying to bring you down with crit- uh criticism that is not helpful is no is a waste of space. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and it leads in quite nicely because we'll jump straight into <clears throat> Brené Brown's The Call to Courage because she says, I can't remember how far through it is, but she says don't grab onto that hurtful stuff from the cheap seats. Seats, just don't pull it close. Let it fall away. Mm. And it goes straight back to that quote where yeah. the critics don't count. It's about what you do, what you believe in, and the actions that... That you do. Yeah. Which which is quite cool. Yeah. So, um, Brene Brown is a doctor. 
doctor, as in like she's got a PhD, she's a researcher, yeah. right? And yep. she does, she studies, what was it, shame, vulnerability. vulnerability, something else. Yeah. And and it's all about, and courage, yes. and how those all those things all, um, I think fear maybe. Yeah. How those all interconnect to um, make a person crea- courageous. Courageous? Yeah. 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 And she does lots of cool she does um TED talks and like motivational speaking and she says she does a large amount of like speaking to um like executive groups and stuff like that, like leadership groups. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I think she promotes being courageous as um a way of improving your life and in, in, yeah. in that it helps you to love and find joy and all those sorts of things yeah all aspects yeah yeah so um in the call to courage uh brene brown compares courage to vulnerability she shares how bravery belonging vulnerability and joy interrelate both in our personal lives and in how they resonate through society so that basically just sums up what we said yeah we're pretty good at some stuff we nailed the synopsis (laughs) I didn't even know you had a synopsis there. I was just going from what I watched. Just grab that straight from Netflix. Oh, good job. Just in case we couldn't get there, but we did. Well done. (laughs) That's nice of you to just have that faith in us. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. And it's actually been quite interesting because it's it's like an hour 18 or something. Yeah. Something something like that. And it wasn't probably until the last 25 minutes where I, like, really started, like, intently, like, listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I was listening and I was paying attention for the rest of it, but it hadn't really grabbed me yet. Mm -hmm. It was the last 25 minutes where I sat there with my, like, pen and notebook writing down things because, like, it was really standing out. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was funny. She was funny. It was so good. Yeah. She's a very good speaker. Yeah, she's definitely a good... Um, public speaker mm. and quite relatable too because she always talks about stories with her own family and yeah. her own experiences which is I always mean, nice a lot of your experiences are like when I was traveling over here and when I was traveling <laughs> over here and you're like yeah I'm just casually in New Zealand not traveling anywhere but that's cool <laughs> yeah. yeah but it was it was yeah it was really good I thought and the funny thing is like I think over the last few days, because I watched this Tuesday night and it's now Friday, I've been thinking about it more and more each day. Yeah. It's like little things come to me. That's pretty good. I only watched it yesterday, last night, so um, I haven't had that yet. Because um, when I saw you the day after you watched it, you're like, I don't think I don't think there's anything to talk about. And then, and then like two days later, you're like, actually, I have quite a lot to talk about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, oh, we just watched it and that was it. That's cool. But now, yeah, all the little things just coming, keep yeah. coming back to me and things standing out. So yeah. That's awesome. Mm. What did you think, though? I thought it was good. I just, I found it quite, um, like, I don't know how to say it, like, like almost preachy, you know, oh, okay. like Tony Robbins type standing oh, in front yeah. of a, a group of people and being like, you can be the best. Yeah, yeah. Like real inspiring type. Yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, that's the format. It's meant to be inspiring and all that sort of thing, but it's also like quite cheesy. Yeah. To me, anyway. Yeah. Do Have you watched much stuff like that? Not really. Yeah. I don't. I tend to 
try and I tend to err away from that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just haven't really. Does it make had you the... uncomfortable? No, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. I just it's not your jam. I just haven't had the like the reason any reason to. Yeah. I don't think I just I prefer to read books. I guess. Yeah. But no, but it was good. It was good. I, I yeah, and thought she was relatable and funny and and uh, definitely had some take home stuff that I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, what stood out to you? But then how do you re- like remember to do these things in your everyday life? Like a lot of stuff she said, you're like, yeah, that that'd be good if I remember to do it. But I'm not gonna remember that great quote you said in three months time. I know, I know, and this is something I find with not just watching. Um, her, her um, episode, mm. but whenever I read books or anything, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's really cool, but I'm going to have to read this again in a few months' time, otherwise I'm going to forget. Yeah, I like books that have, like, they actually give you instructions on how to do it. Yeah. Like the, like the 30-day challenge. Like the 30-day challenge, like uh, Marie Kondo's. Yeah. She tells you how to do it. She's got a set program. You're like, right, that organized my life for me. I can do it. Yeah. Whereas if it's just like, change yourself and you'll be better. It's like, oh, but how? <laughs> and how am I meant to remember the? Yeah. Yeah. But like from, so she, and I'm also not sure I fully grasped what she meant by each of her words, like what she meant by vulnerability and shame. Because she said shame is when you are in a room full of people and then you leave the room and everybody in the room that you just left is talking about you so bad, so um, in such a mean way that you never want to enter the room again. Mm. That's what shame feels like. And I'm like, mm, but if they're in the room talking about you and you're out of the room, how do you know yeah. they're talking about you? And what feeling would you have? <laughs> Obliviousness? Is that a word? Would she mean it in the way that you knew that they or you found out that they were talking about yeah. you and you heard those horrible things? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what she meant. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, and and um, vulnerability. What do you reckon? What what did you get that vulnerability meant? Because that was obviously her key. Mm. Her key word is vulnerability. Yeah, definitely. She said it a lot, um, and relates back to it all the time. I. Is the way sh- I think of vulnerability is in you've got something to lose yeah or like you're kind of putting yourself there out there in a way that it may not work out in the right way yeah that's a good point it's like the, there's there's an, there's an opportunity to fail yeah yes exactly you're to be vulnerable yeah. but also to be i get it now hey get hey because if you want to be ca- courageous it's by doing something knowing that you may fail yeah but you give it a go anyway it's the same Thing. Oh ah. my god, and fully it's just clicked with me so much. That is fantastic. <laughs> the missing link. The missing link. I just place. need someone else to uh, explain it to me. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Yeah. Yeah. But and what she said, like the first thing I got was be brave with your life, but if you're going to be brave with your life, you've just got to be aware that you're going to get your ass kicked at some point. Exactly. And she, she says that a few times, actually. If you're if you're in the arena, if you're playing like, if you're playing the game of life, then you're not going to win every time. You yeah. are going to get your butt kicked. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. Yeah. 
But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be in the arena. You no. should be trying to um, have all the be vulnerable and be courageous in a way that means that you find and will have whether you love and have joy and all that sort of thing to the extent you possibly can. And the only way to do that is to be in the arena. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And the other thing that um, at the beginning she said, uh, everybody, people who say, um, I don't give a shit about anything. I don't give a shit about anything. Who said that? It, oh, like, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Who said that in their lifetime? I'm like, yes, I've always said that. I don't give a heck. I don't yeah. give a heck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um Heck, oh my god, I've never said heck in my life. <laughs> I don't give a fuck that this is happening. Like, it's not, I don't, like, you do something and you're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, this is, this is going to cause problems for, or I'm going to get some backlash from this, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And she's like, but you should give a fuck if, well, no, she said shit. If you, you should give a shit if, um, as long as the people are giving you, what they think is the people that um, matter. matter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you do need to give a shit what some people think. Yeah. Not what everyone thinks. No. You don't need to care what that old man down the road thinks of you. Yeah. Because he doesn't matter to you. No. In the kindest way possible. <laughs> he's not. he's not your people. Yeah. And that's what it comes back to. Yeah. What else did you... Ooh. Pick up on. Oh, there's a few things that stood out to me. Okay. One big, big moment for me was when she said that you can't have a joyful life if you're miserable at work. And Ooh. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> that really resonated with me because both my partner and I are having a really hard time at work at the moment. And yeah. we've noticed how it's like had an impact on both of us. Yeah. And so that really stood out. But good thing we're both making, we've both got steps in place to make changes and we're not going to be in this situation forever. So it's it's fine. Yeah. I think I would have felt awful hearing that if we didn't have a plan in place to like yeah, get ourselves out of the situations we're in. <sighs> so that was, yeah, that was a big one for Gwen. Yeah. Um, and the other... The other thing that really stood out to me is how she would she was talking about the people that um, didn't. Oh, I can't really remember how she how she said it, but it was people that didn't want to talk about like. Um, oh, I have no idea where you're going with this. You have to give me some more. Well, she said to not have these conversations because you feel uncomfortable is the uh, definition of privilege. Yes, 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 yes. So but it's I can't like remember how she people, related that back. It's because people, like, she's talking to these leaders and people in workplaces and things like that, and they're like, oh, I don't want to have um, the, a conversation with people such and such about, uh, you know, like, race or sexuality, like, sexuality or whatever. They right. didn't want to cross those awkward conversations yeah because they think it would be too hard in their work environment and it would make them uncomfortable but she's like the fact that you feel that your comfort is not what matters here like the fact that you feel uncomfortable and you're avoiding the conversation because you you personally feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable is the definition of privilege that's right i couldn't remember how she got there but i yeah that really stood out yeah that's such a good point yeah such a good point 
Such a good point, and I think it like linked back to what we talked about in last episode, um, and earlier about not looking at the ugly stuff that's going on yeah. in the environment or like the non-ethical um, fashion industry. Yeah, like looking away from the ugly, but we're in such a privileged privileged position that we can do that but we shouldn't we should not be doing that yeah exactly if you're in the position where you can look away then you should be the one making the changes and helping and being the person who is fixing the problem not the people who are in the situation currently or the like the environment can't do anything (laughs) (laughs) we've got to do it for it Yeah. (laughs) yeah that really stood out to me as well yeah I also liked um, the story I'm telling myself where she explained that when no, you like, or you're always telling yourself stories about how the, how the world works and how whatever's happening is, is happening. And um, it's like when you see the three little dots on messenger yes. and you're like writing the story of what they're writing back to you before they even send it. And she was talking about how she almost, she came across, like this sort of came to her when she was out swimming with her husband and her husband basically didn't take what she was saying on and she was like, well, he's obviously just thinking I look ugly in my swimsuit sort of thing and automatically started telling herself this story. Yeah. And then she said no. And she said to him, the story I'm telling myself right now is that you are not finding me attractive, etc." And he's like, what? No, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, and it's so true. It's so true. I even do it, like, if I send just an email to someone at work and I'm like, oh, they're going to respond back and say this, and then yeah. they don't, and I feel so relieved. Yeah, yeah I definitely do that. I, t- oh. I, talk, I talk myself through the entire story before it's even happened yes. so that I'm like prepared for any situation after after that thing has happened but you've got to be like okay maybe we just need to say if you get into that especially if you're in like an argument or something and you're trying Mm. to like pre-engage people's Mm. like reactions reactions and what's going on with them you just need to be vulnerable and say excuse me hi sorry yeah (laughs) the story i'm currently telling myself is that you don't like me anymore yeah Tell me what What's your thoughts going are. on. Yeah. And then they'll be like, no, they have their own thing that's going on. They're like, no, yeah. no, no. The story I'm telling myself is that you don't like me anymore. We're like, no, we both like each other. This is just my dream. Exactly. <laughs> no, but it's so true because everyone. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible story. Everyone is so focused, like, inwards and on themselves that you, you might be walking down the street and you're like, Oh gosh, like my shoes are squeaking and that's really embarrassing. But not a single person around you will be noticing because they're in their head, head thinking, oh man, like I've got BO today and yeah. everyone else is noticing it. But no one else is noticing these things because everyone Unless is so really self-focused. Yes, well, that's an exception. <laughs> but like we folk, yeah, we're quite... Everybody is focusing on themselves. Yeah. So just like, it's that it's you've got to you got to put yourself out there and be vulnerable to actually get um, like a true conversation going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said that vulnerability and trust sort of work in layers. Like you've got to be vulnerable to gain trust, but yeah. you've got to 
gain trust to be vulnerable and it sort of piles on top of each other one after the other so you've got trust in the invulnerable trust in the invulnerable yeah yeah and that's one of her so she talked through um six myths of vulnerability and that's number five trust comes before vulnerability but you've got to be vulnerable in order to gain some trust yeah and that then um she talked about using people's vulnerability against them and that you that people use we reserve using people's vulnerability against the people closest to us mm. so if someone like outside of your circle is being vulnerable you're not going to go back and be like huh, you felt i don't know I've got terrible, I'm not very good at being selfless, <laughs> we, but you know what I mean? But that hit home, I was like, oh my gosh, you're like the harshest to the people you actually yeah. are closest to. Yeah. And it's, that's not how it should be. No, no, it's so true. And I, oh, I don't know what that even links back to. Yeah. The fact that they're the ones closest to you, so they, you use them as your sounding board. Yeah. But then it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's probably in one of her books. It probably is. <laughs> we need to read one of her books, actually. Oh, actually, I have. I've read um, The Gifts of Imperfection. It was very good. But like everything else, it's probably time for me to read it again. Yeah, well, I think we should read it. Read cool. And review it. That'd yeah. Then discuss it. And put it in practice. Yeah. Um, I thought the six myths were very good. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't write them down. I've what got, are they? I've got them here. So number one is vulnerability is weakness. So that's not the case at all. If you're vulnerable, it doesn't show that you're weak. In fact, if you link it back to everything else, it shows that you're courageous. Yeah. Because you're putting yourself out there. As we've worked out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but she basically said that vulnerability is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. I wrote that down too. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. Uncertainty, risk, and what was it? Emotional, emotional exposure. exposure. So you can't have, you can't be brave and not have uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. And you can't be vulnerable without having those three things. No. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, number two is um, someone saying, I don't do vulnerability. Because yeah. she says, I'm not vulnerable. Yeah. I never will be. Yeah. She said, everyone does. It's either willingly or unwillingly. Yeah. If you don't do vulnerability, vulnerability does you, I think she said. Yeah, exactly. And she says, if you don't acknowledge your vulnerability, you end up working your shit out on other people. Yes. Yes. Don't work your shit out on other people. No. This is why you've got to acknowledge your vulnerability and open up to those hard conversations or whatever's going on otherwise it ends up impacting on other people yeah so that was a good one um and the number three is that you can go it alone um she said that's just not true because we as humans are hardwired for connection with other people and that's so true so true i find that i yeah i find if you work through something either like working through a hard situation or anything like that, it's always better when you've got your people and your team and mm. you're talking to them or anything. It's always better. Yeah. It's so true. 
Um, number four is that you can engineer the uncertainty out of vulnerability, and that links back to that you can't have vulnerability without uncertainty. Um, five, trust comes before vulnerability, which is what we talked about. Yeah. And that six, vulnerability is exposure. What's that one about? So that's like if you're vulnerable, then you're exposing yourself to the world and that's a Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so she was saying like if you're live streaming your bikini wax, that's not vulnerability. Yes, yes. And vulnerability minus boundaries is not not vulnerability. vulnerability. Yeah. Which I get, but also... That she's, I felt like it almost contradicted stuff she'd said said earlier about being vulnerable and putting yourself out there and just like stepping into the arena and being mm. like, like her whole that stepping into the arena thing was like she's like we'll step into the arena um and the, her whole arena thing that she started off with was that she did a TED talk and it went viral and and she read all these comments on the TED talk and they were all awful and then she was like but hey look you can't listen to the the critics don't count yeah. and that it stemmed from there so she was vulnerable in a public space to multiple people who yeah. were not her closest people they were not in her boundaries yeah. they were they were she didn't have any boundaries when she was vulnerable for that situation yeah. Yep. And then she said in the end that you can't be vulnerable without boundaries. So live streaming your bikini wax doesn't count. Yeah. I'm like, live streaming your bikini wax is pretty brave. Yeah. But also I I kind of thought about it in the fact that the people that are live streaming their bikini wax or like on, I want to say Big Brother, <laughs> like that type of shows, like reality shows and they know everything's out there. They're not going to be embarrassed about that type of thing. There might not be any vulnerability involved in it right, because, okay. yeah, because, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's like what no I shame. Can, yeah, there's no sort shame. of aspect to it. There's sort of just like this is them. This is what they do. They they don't. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they don't yeah. give a shit what anyone thinks. Yeah, but they should give a shit what some people exactly. think. Bringing it back around. Yeah, but that's what I took away from that one. Hmm. Um, there was a couple of other things that, uh, when she was talking about joy, that really, like, hit home. She was talking about how you can't have love without being vulnerable. You can't have joy. Like, the people who are really have real joy in their lives are people who lean into joy. Yes. And those people all had one thing in common, and it was gratitude. Yeah. That they practice gratitude. Yeah. That they're always grateful for what they've got. And that you, if you really want to experience real joy in your life, you need to be practicing gratefulness. You can't, um, you can't, you can't just be thinking, but what if goes, what if this goes wrong or whatever you need to, you need to be. You're not going to experience that same joy. You've got to be grateful for what you've got. Yeah, you've got to be in the moment and be grateful. Yeah, Which is like, (gasps) hold on. So true. Yeah, that was a big one. And I was like. I write my gratefulness every night. Yeah. <laughs> do you have joy in your life? Uh, when I do the podcast, I do. Cool, cool. See, we're bringing joy in. Yeah. And we're being vulnerable by putting all our thoughts out in the world for people to judge. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. I no. know that, yeah, the, um, that, that she said, like, some people never find love in their life because they're not 
open to being vulnerable and I'm like that is incredibly sad Mm, it is and you do have to put yourself out there because if you don't you've got nothing to lose and then you don't actually find the connections or whatever it is that you want yeah yeah um the other thing that I really like what she said was um sometimes winning isn't coming first it's doing the really hard thing yeah putting yourself out there even though you know that it might might not have an outcome that you want or um that that you're aiming for but doing it anyway like basically showing up even when it's hard yeah i like that i think that's a really that's how i've pretty much lived my life try to anyway yeah same that's how how i kind of get through every day i know and i think that's why we ended up doing this podcast is because we're like well, if we fail, we fail, but we may as well give it a go. Exactly. If no one listens, that's fine. At yeah. least we, we have a fun time yeah, talking exactly. to each other and doing these things. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a really good, really good one. Because, like, well, I think, and that's the same thing with everything that we that we do for this, like the whole doing the 30-day thing and the Marie Kondo and stuff like that. It's like, well... We'll give it a go, and that's the win. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if we don't finish it, or if it takes you way longer to read the book, then it should. <laughs> that's fine. It doesn't matter. You're trying, yeah. and that's what counts. Yeah, we're living our lives. I think that's an awesome way to live, and I think if anybody who is not doing it that way should give it a go because it's not, it's not that hard. No. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I often think t- about this. Um, to myself when it's like a really bad day at work and like I've done a few things but I haven't got to the things that I've wanted to but it doesn't matter because I've showed up I've done what I've can that what I can in that time and that's all that matters like yeah I could have easily said no screw it I'm not turning up yeah. this is me yeah, yeah. that's so true mm. that was really good and I like no vulnerability there's with if there's no vulnerability, there's no creativity. Yes. So if you're not being vulnerable, you're not going to be able to do any, anything creative. And Yeah. Being creative is just key. Like, if you don't have anything creative in your life, it's just... And I'm not saying you have to be painting a picture every day to be creative. You can do whatever floats your boat. Sometimes people doing maths is their creativity, yeah. like, outlet. Exactly. You and just need something. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you took away from it all? Uh, I just, you know, the last bit she talked about how being vulnerable is hard and scary, but if you get to the end of your life and you're saying, you don't want to be getting to the end of your life and saying, but what if I'd done that? Or what yes. if I hadn't? Like, what if I hadn't shown? Or what if I had of shown up for that thing? What will, like, and not how knowing. would my of life turned out yeah exactly differently say not not doing the things just because you're too scared is like it's not not a good enough reason not to because you don't know what's going to happen and we've only got this one life so why not gotta make it the best you can exactly be better (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're trying to be better because we've got to do it yeah you've basically just got to be better (laughs) yeah i really um i really did enjoy it yeah, I definitely worth a watch. Yeah, and would I recommend. Think I haven't watched any TED Talks or anything. You have. I have. I've watched the one that went viral. Yeah, okay. I, I think... But I that was a while... That was like 
five years ago. No, not five years ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. So I definitely want to rewatch it. And we should read one of her books. Yes, we'll read one of her books. Cool. Uh, she's a very good like speaker and she puts everything very... If you take anything away from what we say, it's uh, should be go watch her say it way better than we yeah, have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If anything that we said stood out, go listen to it way better. Yeah, and, she, and you'll probably pick up... Because the thing is that you picked up so many different things that I picked up. So it's like whenever you watch it i'm sure you're going to get something different out yeah. of it every time or whoever was watching is going to get whatever relates to them in that moment yeah definitely and i imagine if we watched it like in six months time a year's time we'd probably even pick up on different things too yeah. because it, depending on where you are at yeah. in your life is the things that you're going to gravitate towards yeah but I definitely I want a little I want a little roadmap a little Excel spreadsheet that like tells me how to how to live my life how better. How can I do this? How can I add this to every day? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, it's just. Do we put a it's little a quote on the fridge that says, you know, maybe lean in. Don't lean into joy. Lean into joy. Lean into vulnerability. Have those hard conversations. <laughs> There were so many quotes. We, I it know. Was like, it was just like everything she said. I was like, oh, I'll write that down. Oh, I'll write that down. And then I was like, I'm never going to get through this this show if I stop, keep pausing it and, and writing, writing stuff down. We're just going to have to plaster. Maybe we have a quote of the day from Brene Brown for like a week. <laughs> oh, she should have like a flip calendar with all yes, the quotes she should. on it. I would buy that. <laughs> That would be so great. She, and then you'd give a daily reminder. Yeah. She this, wouldn't even need to make it because uh, she's got so much out there that there's just got to be like someone who watches everything and writes them down. Exactly. Just describe. Just putting that out there. There's a gap in the market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All I, right. I think that's us for tonight. That's us for tonight. That was pretty good. It was. Yeah. Cool. Oh, thanks guys for coming and listening to us. Yep, thanks for having us in your ear holes. Um, come back next week. Next week. Woohoo. I can't wait. If you've watched um this episode or any of Brenda's watched this stuff, episode. Oh, watched if you've watched the Netflix. It, I was the like, Netflix. you can't watch our ep- episodes, they're no. in they're in the ears. Listen. No. Yeah, if you've watched um Brenda's episode or any of her other things and have any recommendations of how we can put it into practice yes. on a daily basis. That's such a good point. Hit us, yes. up. Hit us up. Or if you've got any comments on anything that we've said tonight, we'd also love to hear from you. That would be super cool. Yeah, our email address is basically being better at gmail.com. And you can find us on the social medias. It's like a hidden thing. Yeah. May or may not be there. <laughs> it's not there yet. <laughs> It will be, it will be. Alright. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Slippy and better with Rachel and Abby Who are trying to eat better and to watch less telly They're trying to save the world and to be truly happy And dishing out some advice is our best babe Shelly Basically being better and building better lives So remove your scarlet letter and give that more high fives Yeah, mothers, daughters, sisters, aunties, girlfriends and wives We're basically being better ladies for the rest of our lives There was going to be a sneeze but then the sneeze didn't happen So carry on <laughs> No, I'm having a panic attack.